at the dawn of sports broadcasting arose Monday Night Football, a beacon of sports television entertainment with an iconic, illustrious history, with memorable moments, exciting plays, and the game's greatest stars. Now, under the game's brightest lights, and because they had nothing else to do tonight, these two guys just talking football. Welcome to Monday Night Football with TC and Jake. Hey, man. I'm doing terrible. Thanks for asking. What happened, man? It's just I've I've lost any confidence that I will at any point in my life sleep for three hours or more than three hours consecutively. Oh, no. Yesterday was a, a low point. Up until then, it had been fun, all fun and games. We, we had the, the vampire mode movie of the night. Uh, you know, good, good fun. I, I've been just taking in a lot of culture, feeling like my brain is, if anything, too full with, uh, <laughs> yeah. with good stuff. Right. Uh, but yesterday I had actual things to do during the day, which is a bit of a rarity for me. Uh, and so I didn't nap. And then the, the problem, the thing that I've always had is that if I go to bed like 10 p.m. or before, I'm going to wake up uh, around like about three hours later. And I'm going to be fully awake. I'm not going to go back to sleep until like 9 a.m. or something. Uh, and so I was like, I know no matter how tired I am, I just got to power through. You got to make it to about midnight. That's always worked out for me. And so okay. I do that. You know, I don't nap. I'm very tired. I make it to midnight. Super tired. Uh, the other thing that's always been the factor in this whole thing is uh, Izzy coming in. And I was just like, hope I catch a break. Kid doesn't come in. And guess what? She didn't. She was fine. She was excellent. Caught a break. And I fucking wide awake at 3 a.m. Oh, no. Nothing I can do about it. I lay in bed for like an hour just being like, this isn't happening. This isn't happening. Do you want to try some of my drugs? No, I've thought about it. And if I reach a point where I have to, like maybe, but right now I can sleep during the day. Uh, <laughs> so I'd just rather do that. And I think yeah. the thing I'd really like to, like, uh, you know, if if I reach a point and, you know, I may soon, uh, where I, I do have to abandon this current schedule, um, I think if I just go three or four days like just kind of fucking dragging ass and having a tough time that surely at some point my body's got to reboot and go back to where it can sleep seven hours starting at midnight because i think that what's happened is that 10 o'clock line has moved up to midnight because over the weekend i did just go to bed at like two and slept until 10 so you know that that's fine if i can get eight hours in a row during the night that's excellent um, but, uh, I don't know. I, I really thought I was ticketed for a solid regular night of sleep last night when it didn't come. Uh, it was, uh, it was, it was a shock. And then, and then I had the fucking, I've been like getting my taxes together. So like I got up and just spent, we need, we need to do that. Don't we? <laughs> uh, well, I think our corporate stuff's handled. You've, you've got, did I not send out? I think you might have, okay. but it was only a couple of weeks ago, and our lady moved. So yeah, no, it's, it's been tough for me as well. But, Jamming uh, me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I found a guy, P one guy, who's uh, who's gonna help, and uh, you know, he was just telling me I need these forms, and I was like, eh, I don't know if I've seen those. So I was just <laughs> that's a lot of numbers and letters, my man. <laughs> just tearing apart the house looking for forms. That's how I spent my time. Did not have a vampire mode movie the night. Next one is the lighthouse. We might be doing that tonight. Uh, Ryan Felipe. No, I don't even know what that means. I have no idea. Uh, we had a movie of the month last night. It was uh, Cobra <laughs> with uh, Sylvester Stallone, which I would like to talk to you about. I only heard two minutes of the, the broadcast day today, but it was you re- recounting how you had to text Corby <laughs> about I, how I, good I, I needed Cobra to ta- is. I almost called you and was like, <laughs> dude, know I know Cobra? you're awake. Give me 86 minutes of your time right now and call me back. <laughs> but... Uh, no, so my parents live like right down the street now, you know, uh-huh. and so uh, they came over. No, from my house. Uh, they came home and uh, put Nora down like at our house. So the morning would be a little bit easier. Cool. And unlike Izzy, Nora does not have like a, a get up and walk out like propensity, mm-hmm. like at all. But I, I walked in last night and, uh, you know, I was just talking to my parents about work, whatever. 
and she flung the door open and she goes, I'm back. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is the hardest I've laughed at her in so long. Just the like fucking Jordan huge, press conference facts. Huge Joker grin on her face. <laughs> yeah. And she was still, and like she was still holding the door handle, you know? God, that's like, great. So it looked extra, like there was an extra bit of flair on it. She just goes, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like fucking Texas. Yeah, that's right, Tess. Uh, I think we're a week late now, but I, I I wanted to know, did you have, I mean, I'm sure that you'd extensively covered it on the show, but how was your Texas experience? Man, it was cool. It was, uh, it was definitely weird um, for like the 10% of people who consume this product and not uh, the hang zone. Uh, it was weird because I was supposed to go with our friend Dominic Robinson and mm-hmm. his son Deuce. Uh, they live in Phoenix. That's how randomly dan ended up in Dabo swinney's office yeah their game uh in phoenix friday night got canceled because of lightning okay so i'm getting in bed like pretty early that friday night like it was like 9 45 10 o'clock because i had an alarm set to leave at five and he texts me and he's like dude our game is not happening tonight they're gonna make us play tomorrow night and i didn't want to say like so okay well are you gonna <laughs> skip the game do i have to skip the game and i just kind of like gave him a damn that sucks yeah and he said but you're more than welcome to go i'm like okay how does that work and like surely they're not just like uh punting on the official right like they'll just do another official another time they're definitely going to do another one but they had already only done do one all of the legwork to be honest, dude, like, and I think I'm okay to say this. The night before, somebody from a 512 phone number called me. Beautiful. Because I was actually going to stay in a hotel room. Hey, Jake, this is Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, it was a woman, and I looked her up uh, on Twitter and Instagram, and she's like a mid-20s recruiting coordinator person for the UT football program. Wonderful. And she hit me up, and she was like, you know, Here's where your hotel is. Uh, Here's who to ask if there's any issues, blah, blah, blah. Um, So I didn't end up doing that because I, I, Kristen and Nora were going to go and then they didn't end up going. Long story. But anyways, um, yeah, so I went by myself. (laughs) I went to the game by myself. uh, And then actually there's a guy who is a huge, huge fan of this podcast. His name is Ryan. Uh, on Twitter, he is Austin ER Doc. Oh, yeah. I know, Ryan. You may have seen him because he, I believe, saved uh, Jason Isbell's wife's life. Oh, I, I'm not even sure I know that. He just he's uh, He and I go way back. He's a big Pearl Jam fan. We commiserate yeah, over Pearl Jam-related things. He actually said that uh, that he, he wanted to get you on the field for uh, Texas Notre Dame. But like signal in the stadium was jammed up or something and like you guys couldn't link up. But yeah. Yeah. No, he's I don't I don't know. I know at least during that time, and I would guess still that like, you know, they always have like the ER team that's there and he's he's the guy like he's. Yeah, he's in charge now. He's in so charge. He does. He's a, he's over all the other doctors. So he does DKR. He does. uh I don't remember what their soccer team is called. It might just be FC Austin. Yeah, I think it is. Austin FC. Yeah, and then like Stubbs. And, uh, and Rogan Podcast. If any, did of, the, not know if that. any of the guests have a palpitation, he's just waiting there in the wings to rush in oxygen. To, no, did I'm, not I'm know fucking that. around. It's not. Rogan I doesn't mean, have an on-staff ER doctor. The guy's got a billion subscribers. Like, would that shock you? Uh, he should, if he cared about his guests, do that. So... uh I met him, which was awesome because I've known him on Twitter for a long time, and uh, he took me on the field. He Amazing. took me on the field for the the flyover, which I don't know if you saw like that live. That was not a regular flyover. I, like I don't think I did. The plane was so much bigger than a normal like jet flyover. Um, they also had because of Chris Beard, I guess. Was it like a like, cargo plane? Uh, I, it, I wouldn't go quite cargo plane, but it was huge and it was loud and I was right under it. That's great. 
which I've never done before. Most of the time, because like uh, I, I don't think I don't think it's even close that they do every Notre Dame home game. But like you know, I go to the biggest one every year, so they usually have a flyover, right? And uh, yeah, most of the time it's you know your standard fighter jet. But uh, a couple of years ago, we got two cargo planes. I was pretty jazzed. Yeah, so I go on the field with him, and I guess like uh, Chris Beard had like orchestrated this entire thing where he had like every big time Texas basketball player like back there for that game. Cool. Yeah, I so, saw Durant on the broadcast, obviously. Durant, Miles Turner, um, DJ Augustine. Ryan. I don't know if DJ was. You know what? Actually, he was there. TJ Ford. I don't know about TJ Ford, but DJ Augustine was definitely there. That's great. Um, because Ryan pointed him out to me. He was like, I used to hoop with that guy in Houston. Hell yeah. Um, and Ryan had on uh, a pair of uh, mid-top ones. Nice. And they looked amazing. Like they had a, a, a burnt orange like pattern to them I've never seen. Love that. And I was like, dude, where'd you get those? And he was like, uh, Jason Isbell sent me a ton of shoes. Uh, and then I painted these myself. Hell yeah. So we're on the field. And tell me if this is not like, would not be like the coolest thing that's ever happened to you. Mm -hmm. Like Miles Turner stopped him and was like, where'd you get those? Hell yeah. I'll make you a like, pair, brother. He's like, hand painted, my man. That's awesome. It was so cool. He's such a nice guy. That's what you're looking um, for in life is just for an NBA player to say, hey man, cool shoes. Right, exactly, exactly. And then uh, the last thing I'll say about it is just, I guess, I, you know, I've been on the field at like the Superdome before, like with my brother. Nice. Uh, but there is something different about feeling like you have literally 100,000 people staring at you. <laughs> I mean, probably none of them at you. But yeah. Well, I know. You know what I mean, though. Yeah. Like, I was on the field until kick or right before kick. Like, I was down there for the fight song. I was down there for the anthem, the flyover, obviously. And it's like you're walking down the sideline and it's like. This this is very odd. I'm almost it was very more cool, worried about the other strange. people on the field. Like I'm I'm right. I'm thinking that they have a hierarchy in their head of who belongs here, and right. it's just not people that look like me. Like <laughs> that's well, I was wearing like a army green shirt. Yeah, because I wasn't Why exactly not sure. Horns, like, dude. Well, I didn't know. Right? Like I don't know. Like, do recruits wear the team's colors when they go? Probably not. Recruit. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Sometimes. And so I thought, like, I might be sitting in that section. Mm -hmm. uh, it turns out I wasn't. Um, <laughs> it was farther away than that? Uh, it was not far away, but it was also okay. not a suite. Okay. And I'll well, tell you uh, a, a brief funny story here. I wore, uh, I wore pants. Mm -hmm. That's bad a, decision. That is a bad decision. Bad choices. But again, I wasn't sure, like, what the decorum was, you know? Like, is this going to be like a – I don't want to be in – Sark's office with shorts on. What if the monkey's there? You know, Fucking I want to respect Sark's him. probably wearing shorts, dude. Yeah, but you know that monkey wears pants. <laughs> the, the monkey does not wear pants. Doesn't wear anything. The monkey's so, not in his office. It's in Jeff's office. So uh, it's been a minute since I've been at DKR, but when I used to go with my dad, we would sit way, way up high. Sure. As you might expect, my dad would value hunt until about halfway through the first quarter. And then he would, <laughs> yeah, love that. He, he would scalp tickets off somebody for half off face, mm -hmm. getting a deal. So I wore pants and I wore a shirt, dude. I looked down at my crotch, like midway through the second quarter, uh huh. And I was like, "Did I piss?" <laughs> you don't know. Maybe. I mean, I was, but I like, I wasn't even drinking, you know. <laughs> so like I looked down and I was then like, "Then it would be okay to piss." Well, you know, you may have uh, impaired judgment or something. I looked down and I'm like, "No, my entire ass is just soaked." And it was like the bleachers were so hot. We were so and dude, I am right underneath the sun for four and a half hours. And so I looked down and I'm like, "Looks like piss." That's tough. And there's a lady sitting next to me who's there with either her boyfriend or her husband. She's about my age. And I'm like, oh, no. She thinks I'm But pissed. then I'm like, I'm like, it's not piss. Were you, did you stand up and like turn around to the section to address them? Guys, it's, it's not, not piss. piss, guys. Guys, I know you were all thinking it, but it's not piss. So then <laughs> – 
uh, at half Because everyone's hot, you know, so like ev- everyone is somewhat experiencing the same thing, but you, uh, not to poke fun, but a bit of an outlier in the, uh, the sweating, you know, uh, index. So it's, I'm a sweaty guy, and I had on pants. It's not like all of them are going to be like, well, we all just look like we're pissing, of course. Right. So uh, at halftime, I go to the bathroom, and the DKR bathroom Get up and go to the, sec- like, the, the one behind there, not just in the seat. No, that's correct, yes. Yeah. So I get yeah. up and actually go to the actual facility that is a bathroom. Good. And I, uh, <laughs> I stuffed paper towels in my pants. <laughs> Not really a place you want to be, but I guess it's... Did it work? Okay, so it did work. That Love to hear that. But I then got home at about 8.30, 9 o'clock that night, and I went to the bathroom to uh, to change, uh-huh. and they just it just fell apart. Oh, all the like it, towels? It, yes, your, yes. Your pants are half towel now? A 20-ply uh, application of paper towels from a stadium. It's not like they're nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're so soaked that like Kristen came in the bathroom and she was like, what'd you do? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll tell you what I didn't I like, do. Piss. Piss. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. So it was, it was an awesome time. That's great. Um, I do want to make sure that we mention that, uh, in one week on September 28th, yeah, 28th, we will yep. be at uh, the Twilight Lounge at uh, 8 p.m., the one in Dallas, and we invite everyone to come out. I don't think we'll be giving out prizes this time. Those are the only two prizes I had in my house, but uh, we will be having <laughs> a good time. I'll see what I can find. Yeah, yeah, do your best. Okay. Um, so we'll, we want to get that on the record. Um, I did want to uh, – I, I had a brief thought about uh, the podcast Serial since it was back in the news. It's not even really about the news. The news is that, that Adnan got out. A judge was like, this is ridiculous that uh, you've had two other witnesses that the – or not witnesses, suspects. Um, yeah. And, you know, haven't seriously considered them. Um, and I don't even think that uh, one of them got mentioned in the podcast. Because they, they went heavily on the guy. I mean, it's been a while since I listened to the podcast. But they went heavily on the guy that was the witness against uh, Adnan. Like saying right. like he was himself somewhat suspicious. But uh, the, the one that I really perked up, like this is, this fits the profile of how these things usually go. There was, a, there was another guy who uh, Heyman Lee's car was found a couple houses down from his house. And he was later convicted on like three counts of murder. So if you've got a known murderer in the area, like, I, I don't know, you know, let's, uh, I'd, I'd love to know if there's any other specific connections or like anything like that. Like how, like, you know, make, make some kind of understanding of how their past would cross. I haven't, uh, heard any more about this. And if anyone has any more info, I'd, I'd love to, you know, connect the dots a little bit better, but, uh, I don't know that I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm calling off the search at that point. I, I'm just focusing on that guy. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, the the thing about the the podcast I wanted to talk about is uh, I haven't even listened to the competing uh, one, like because someone listened to all of Serial and then was like, "There's another way to see all this," and actually he's guilty. And so someone did like a, a podcast that got some buzz that was taking the opposite tact that was just saying like, "Here are all the facts of the case." And I mean, I feel like Serial presented them fairly, but I don't know. I've been listening to other podcasts and the media can trick you. So uh, I, I guess, uh, you know, we, we hypothetically should give them a fair shake. But kind of my point here is uh, like this is insane that we all have to give everything a fair shake. Like uh, I forget who it was. I think it was some musician. And I certainly talked about this on the podcast at the time, and it was probably like two months ago. So there's people out there who surely do remember this uh, better than I do. Um, but just the uh, the point of we have so much information now that it's pretty much meaningless. Like if if you want to listen to seven full episodes of why this guy didn't commit this murder, it's out there. If you want to listen to seven full episodes of why he did commit the murder, it's out there. And both people are, I presume, making interesting points, you know, like, uh, you know, it's it's a case that can't be entirely dismissed out of hand. And somewhere there's a reality. Someone, like, someone killed this lady. 
and so, you know, that that's there, but it's like at this point only there to taunt you because right. there's just like no, like, I don't want to say there's no way to get to the bottom of this. Like it, it is possible to know the truth, I guess, but making it like putting more information out there, making information easier to access was supposed to, and in the beginning was uh, something that made it easier to know the truth. And I just want to observe that in lots and lots of cases, it is now having the opposite effect. You can find so much information on any perspective, even one that opposes another perspective that has good information, that like, I, I, I don't know what to do other than throw up your hands and be like, we're back to just fucking follow your heart. Uh, which, you know, probably is good advice in all situations, I believe. But, uh, I, yeah, man, it's it's tough. Like, uh, I just, it's it's an evolution for me because my viewpoint at the start of this podcast, like, you know, back in 2010 was like, uh, you know, uh, it's... Jesus Christ. It's silly to follow your gut because uh, you could do so much better. You could have it, you could have more information. You could, in, you could do gut plus information. Uh, which, you know, it's, it's going to tie it to the real world. It's going to augment it. You know, I mean, like you just see in, uh, you know, the most obvious field for me in my mind is, uh, you know, you got baseball where there's one manager who's like, well, you know, I felt like he could keep going. And then there's another manager that's got, you know, a table of every time he let the guy keep going and how it turned out and is basing it on that. And now, uh, can I just interject real quick here? Uh, what team does the former manager in that scenario manage? The Chicago White Sox. Yeah, it's, I, I just wanted to. Yeah, pretty much every time. Want to make sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the the second manager's beaten the first every time. Uh, not every time, but you know we've seen over the sweep of history the second kind of manager does pretty fucking well, um, especially when playing against the first kind of manager. And uh, you know that that was that was a, a real foundational thing for me. And I just I I think in in some fields like baseball, there's still something. But like I don't know, we're well past the point there. And this is kind of a, it's not telling the same story. It's more that now everyone is the second kind of manager, and uh, you know, so it's it's sort of like uh, there's just so many varieties of second kind of manager that some succeed and some don't. But it, it does occur to me that you know how many times now have we seen guys come in and earnestly be like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to the data. We're gonna have a cutting edge data organization. You know, we're gonna we're gonna run off the analytics, and they just fucking suck. They suck exactly the same way that the, the previous kinds of go with your gut guys suck. And I think right. yeah, it's a little bit of a different story, like I said. But it's just. I don't know. I, I, the world is changing around us, and it's, uh, I, I'm not sure what to do with it. Yeah, I mean, I think more than anything, um, and this is something we've talked about for, again, good God, 12 years, uh, it just kind of exposes how difficult it is for human beings to be the ones responsible for the judgment of other human beings. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't envy that at all, right? Like, whether you're which attorney, whether you're uh, which person who's producing this podcast or that podcast regarding this this fate. And the other thing, too, is like, you know, I'm a really bad liar. Um, yeah. But if you're a really good one, which maybe he is, you know, like maybe if you're a really good liar, you're so good at it that you're you're able to actually convince yourself that you're not lying. And then that makes it way easier to convince other people. So... To me, when I hear him talk, I mean, he turned down a plea bargain, right? Uh, that was two or three years ago. Like, he actually turned down a deal where he would have pled guilty to all convictions and got out earlier. On the face of that, you look at that and say, like, well, of course, that's because he's so stridently convinced of his own uh, innocence, so he's telling the truth. But he's a human, so what if uh, he's just convinced himself of that? Yeah, I, I feel like that, I, yeah. I used to it's a do difficult like thing. what in the uh, in the height of uh, TC being a bad kid. Uh, I I feel like I was getting there. Like there, <laughs> just there was like I, it was just such pitch battles with the parents over everything, and like I was just not going to give them a point because like dude, they'd be such whatever. Yeah, <laughs> um, sure. And, it's all good uh, now. <laughs> and so uh, you know, I I just there's stuff where like. I I do think that like I I just like the the voice inside my head that was like but we do know what happened. I just fucking killed him. 
I just was like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, you say another word, I'm going to shoot. And then he didn't shut up. So it's really on him. Um, yeah, I, I, so I, I, I can imagine being there. I, I feel like I could get to where I'm turning down plea bargains because I'm like, no, I'm fucking innocent, even though I, even though I did kill her, you know? Like, you know, the, the flip side of that is that um, on more than one occasion, my parents got me to admit to something I didn't even do. No, they never got me on or that. I'm like, oh, man, I mean, I guess, I guess maybe I – do I remember that correctly? Like maybe I did take that jacket. You know what the archetypal <laughs> one was? And it wasn't even um, – it wasn't even whenever I was the bad times. This was – I was probably like seven or eight. Uh, and it was – it was you know, looking back, I, I can see that I was so fervent about lying about it because – I was so embarrassed. Like it, it, I just felt so bad. Uh, like I, I just immediately regretted the action and didn't know any other way out. Like I didn't want to live in a reality where I'd done what I'd done. So I just fucking lied about it. it you know, and I, I wasn't going to admit it to myself. So of course I wasn't going to admit it to them. Uh, but it was, uh, I stole my brother's, uh, tooth money. Like he, he lost, <laughs> he lost the tooth. And that is an all timer right there. I just fucking took it. And I, you know, like, like I before said, he even found it. I don't, I don't remember the details. Like, I think Did that you? I had some kind of thing where I was where like, we both found it. And I was like, oh, I think this might be one of my old teeth or something like that. I don't know. There was, I mean, the memories are going to be guys hard share, to. Huh? Did you share a room? We might have at this point, but I don't think so. But we did have my mom had bought at a craft fair like a cutesy little box. Okay. It, so like it it had like a, a hinge on it, um, and so you would put the tooth in there, and then they would leave the money. So like it was a system, okay. you know. So like it was that I was looking in the box, and I was like, I think this money's mine, even mm-hmm. though he had lost the tooth like then, you know. <laughs> but I'm like, well, you know, check the record, hard to determine. Anyways, I'm gonna take it. And my grandparents were watching us and they were like, like they were trying to not drop the, like they, like it was hypothetically the tooth fairy. So, you know, whatever, but they they were pretty much being like, cut the shit. We know what's going on. We put the fucking money in there. It was for him. And I was just like, no, I think there's a confusion here. We spoke with the fairy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) dude it's weird my grandpa Uh, my grandma was like we spoke with the fairy grandpa was like i'm not trying to fuck anything up here but i'm not doing this fairy shit give him the fucking money back (laughs) it's funny thinking about like sharing a room uh kristen and i were talking about this the other day and i guess this only comes from there's almost no doubt you shared a a room with your brother at some point like you guys aren't that far apart yeah it was in elementary school that we got i mean it was weird because like whenever he got his own room it was like it's not because we got a new house. Like we always had enough space for two rooms. So that's that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like I was I was talking to Kristen about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh and I was like, Yeah, you know, we we shared a room for like three or four years. And she was like, Were you guys poor? <laughs> and she didn't say it like that, but you know, she was like, Oh, I I guess I've never seen your other house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that was one hundred percent by request. <laughs> yeah. Like you guys can leave this other room totally open. We just want to wrestle. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, just put us in the same room so we can wrestle. Uh, and if we're sleeping in the same place, that means we can start wrestling right away. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, there was certainly a time where we were like, let's do... I probably... It might have been that whenever we moved in that we were like, let's do that. But, I yeah. mean, it was certainly because we were comfortable from it from the last house when, you know, obviously at a certain point not choosing, you know, like whenever uh i'm two and a half and he's coming home you know like they're not asking the two and a half year old so how should we lay out the house but even thinking about that now right like i think you've pointed out that you believe my uh my daughter has the whole family cucked <laughs> she's got the best room it's a kick-ass <laughs> room by having the best room and and if, you, if, you, if i was moving in there and you offered me the master i would turn it down and like i don't know six or so months ago tc was like you're going to make another kid live in this room and she gets this room? You're shafting him. And you're in this room? Like, it's like its own wing of the house. Whereas <laughs> the other one shares a wall, I guess technically with like the master suite. Uh, but like, you know, he's not going to be able to get away with shit. No, 
no, he's he's in major trouble. Like if and she were the, me, I don't, I don't, whatever. I don't want to say what I was going to say. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I wish you would, but also I think it's probably smart you didn't. Let's move on. Oh, yeah. Cobra, by the way, is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's what's up with Cobra? I, I have no idea. I, so, I loved uh, you talking about 80s Stallone using a computer. That sounds amazing. So, so, so I only want to spend a couple moments on this because uh, I know you've got something too today in internet. Dude, it is, it is so amazing. The lack of ambition in this movie is ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> so you want us and to like, give you money for what? And so it turns out, like I read the entire Wikipedia page, obviously. I read three or four articles about it. Chapo reviewed it. Beautiful. Um, and I only got through like 20 minutes of their hour-long discussion. But, you know, a lot of these movies we do, there's like Soviets or Arabs or like, you know, some level of like street gang that has some goal, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's financial, political, philosophical, whatever. In Cobra... Not even trying. Good. Because that's that's bullshit. Not even trying. Hollywood lies. They they use the term, I think I counted it four times, New World Order. But like it is in no way associated with what like you and I would term the New World Order. Like some sort of Jim Mars, like Bilderberger group or something. It's just people who want to do crime. Hell yeah. That's it. There's nothing more to the movie. And Cobretti's like, we can't have that. Can't. I mean, and so for 90 minutes, he just kicks ass. Good. And it's not one guy like there is a main bad guy, but he doesn't even do all the murders. I don't think he even does most of the murders. There's just a collection of people that have decided criminals. We want to do crime and we want to kill people. And Bridget Nielsen, uh, Nielsen witnesses one of these crimes and now they have to kill her. Hmm. It's Can't amazing. It, it's the most 80s movies I've ever seen, and that it is just bankrupt of thought. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> and I loved it so much, man. It was such a fun ride. I'm glad you had that experience. Yeah. Um, so you said that you have not heard much. Uh, surely you are aware that there's a controversy with a popular Maroon 5 singer, Adam Levine. Yeah, he kind of got backpaged by uh, the, the uh, Celtics coach, huh? I guess I feel like the details here are so much more rich and vivid. That's what it's always for me. I need details. Yeah, we don't have the details on email yet. So yeah, I just but got just the as story as like, saying you know some kind of relationship. There's no fucking DMs. Uh, not yet. Shams said that it was uh, an improper relationship with a female employee. Yeah, yeah. So that was like the slight bit of you know, context to that. But yeah, no, we, we don't really know. I'm just saying sexual, but consensual. That's right. Yeah. The wash, uh, two days ago, my timeline was full of Maroon five guy. And today my timeline is full of Celtics coach. So, uh, but yeah, so I was, you know how I like, you know, my, my feelings about spoilers. I don't like them. Uh, no one tell me how speed ends. And, uh, so I was, (laughs) I was coming upon this in the perfect way in my mind. I was just actually scrolling TikTok, had no idea there was anything about Adam Levine because this had been posted, I don't know, a couple hours ago at this point. Uh, and just, just received the talk, uh, immediately hit save, and uh, I could just play it for you now. This is a, a woman named Sumner Stroh. She uh, graduated from Texas, so got a little long-haired connection. She was probably real bummed. They couldn't pull it out against Bama, uh, but she has since moved to Los Angeles, which will become a theme here. Uh, and yeah, she, here's here's what she's got. I'm just gonna rip the bandaid off because I've retaken this like can't hear it. That's a negative outcome. Let me look at the us. I see what the problem is, and I can fix it. I believe in you, Ooh. like Cory Booker. All right. Tell me if you can hear it now. I'm just going to yep. rip the bandaid off because I've retaken this like 10 times now. Essentially, I was having an affair with a man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model at the time. You know- this kind of shit, I don't want to say it's like always on there, you know, but 
it's I've definitely seen TikToks where they're like doing a lot of this kind of shit, but are like I don't want to burn anyone, so they're just using this kind of vague stuff. So I'm I'm like this is good. I like it. I'm interested. I'm gonna watch to the end. I'm not swiping, uh, but you know I'm anticipating that it's gonna be an anonymous uh, I swipe. Was young. I was naive and. I mean, quite frankly, I feel exploited. I wasn't in the scene like I am now. Um, so I was definitely very easily manipulated. Rune 5 is... And so now she's talking in front of a green screen that's uh, just her DMs with Adam Levine. And so I'm like, this, this is the part where I'm like, oh, shit. This is a good one. People, people are going to be talking about this one. <laughs> Practically elevator music at this point so i'm sure you know who adam levine is um but adam and i were seeing each other for about a year after i stopped talking to him over you know a period of months this is uh how he came back into my life so i'm not the first person to notice this but what she's doing is uh it's just a picture of her lock screen uh on her phone and yeah. uh, it's at the top, it says Reminders Ocella. Don't know what that means. But then the first thing is a text from someone named Balin that just says, it hurts worse today when I drive. And then a couple messages from Adam Levine. <laughs> and I just want to know what's uh, going on with Balin. Yeah, let's start with Ocella. <laughs> what is Ocella? It is a medication that is a combination of two hormones, estrogen and progesterone, which uh, it's birth control. Okay, sorry. Sorry, you broke up there. It's birth control. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry, I wanted to get to the bottom of that. That's good. So yeah, she's got, yeah. She's got a birth control reminder, which is good. Sure. Um, oh, she... Uh, the bottom one is a the, from a group text called family, and then the uh, the sender is uh, just daddy. So, okay, I you know what people can live however they want to live. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't even go by daddy now. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would put the nicks on that pretty quickly. Um, but anyways, people can live how they want to live. But the 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 real thing that everyone should focus on the meat in the middle is uh. Adam Levine says, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. And then he sends another text that's just a shrug emoji. Yeah. And so that's how he talks. He said, okay, serious question. Oh, I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really uh, want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. Um, I was like, I'm in hell. Like, I have to be in hell at this point. I mean, my morals were unknowingly compromised. I was completely manipulated. I'm going to handle this privately. I never wanted to come forward because obviously I know the implications that come with doing what I do, making money the way I do, and being an Instagram model. Um, so being tied to a story like this, it's like, I know the stereotypes. It's I had so sent, bad for um, me. I had sent some screenshots recklessly to a few friends I thought I trusted, and one of them had attempted to sell to a tabloid. Um, so here I am. So that's the initial one. She does have a follow-up, but uh, and I guess uh, let's just play the follow-up because I think so that she does say some of the stuff. So you know, I don't want to uh, repeat myself whenever the follow-up's played. You good with that? Okay. Yeah. Let's get a second to load it up here. Uh, it's responding to a comment. The comment is, it's no secret he's been married for a decade. The only victim here is his wife and children. I just wanted to make a part two. Um, I feel like it's obviously necessary. Um, hindsight is twenty twenty. I initially wanted to go in and talk about how remorseful I feel and how embarrassed and disgusted I am with myself, but I didn't want people to look at it and think like, oh, she's playing the victim. But in reality, it had the opposite effect. Something I now realize I didn't touch on enough was the fact that um, one of my friends had attempted to sell it, um, which I realized yesterday whenever they reached out to me for comment. And so I was completely frantic. 
that is why that video is for one just so all over the place and two why I didn't touch on some of the things that I initially would have liked so in this video I'd like to address some of those things I only came forward because I wanted to kill whatever story the tabloid had the most important part that I did definitely gloss over is the fact that I was under the impression that their marriage was over I believe that they were keeping it quiet to avoid the negative press because as I had said I was new to LA so I just assumed that with celebrities of that caliber that that's just how it was and that's why I feel exploited because he knew I believed everything that he said because of my vulnerable position of being new to LA also he was DMing me straight from his verified Instagram account I didn't have any reason to further question it but I now realize that that was likely a manipulation tactic of his, you know, just hiding in plain sight. As soon as I had realized that was not the case, I had cut things off with him. In retrospect, I wish I would have questioned things more. I wish I wasn't so naive, but you know, being naive is not an excuse for what I did in the role I played in this. Again, in no way was I trying to gain sympathy and I fully realize I'm not the victim in this. I'm not the one who's really getting hurt here. It's Biotti and her children. And for that, I'm so, so sorry. Keep my name out of your mouth is certainly where I'd be at if I were Biotti. Yeah, that's a tough one, man, because, uh, you know, uh, the first thing is that it's interesting that she actually acknowledged, like, I guess what her job is Mm -hmm. and saying like, hey, I kind of know like what comes with this territory. Uh, you don't hear that a lot. Which is, what comes with it is she's tremendously more famous in a job where her income is determined by how famous she is. Like, right. I, I hear what she said. Listen, I definitely understand it would be a beating to be her in some ways now. You know, like, uh, the, 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 the feeling you were describing of, uh, you know, standing on the field at DKR. That's how she's going to mm-hmm. feel in every coffee shop for a couple years now. And... That fucking sucks. So I'm I'm not like being entirely like I don't think she's lying. I I think that she's connecting to parts of the truth. But like I don't know. Uh, if I were her, it's probably a bullet that I'd bite. Right? Like, yeah. You know, uh, I felt a little bit weird at times on that field, but uh, I took the pass and walked down <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You didn't leave. <laughs> you stayed right. until the like, end, oh. until the last moment that they were like, you know, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then the second thing about it to me is just, uh, and maybe this just kind of like shows how disconnected from, from wider pop culture I am. I don't know anything about Adam Levine's wife. Um, and I guess I somewhat doubt that it would be like a huge story, like coming up next, uh, 9-11, but first Adam Levine is getting divorced. Yeah. Like, is she overrating a little bit? Like how much, quote, negative press there would actually be for Adam Levine getting divorced? Celebrities get divorced all the time. Most of them have like five marriages. So I don't know if this is uh, TikTok brain, but definitely a thing that I have come into contact with on that app is people who are PR professionals explaining, in their opinion, how PR works. And there, there's a lady who's like always going on heavily about uh, PR relationships, and like you know, is just and like on the one hand, I could see this being like a overly simplistic way of stating things that you kind of only get can say if you're like close to the situation, but not inside of it, and that anyone inside of it, it'd be like, no, it's different than that. But she's saying that, you know, like, uh, I think one of the the ones I saw laying out all the points is like uh, Kim and Pete Davidson, you know, just like this is here to serve a purpose in, you know, it's it's a storyline in the Kardashian in the Kardashian show. And that that's what all of their shit is. And like, yeah, she's probably fine hanging out with Pete. She doesn't dislike him, but like Pete occupies a place in the culture. Dating him means a certain thing. And Kim is trying to signal that thing to the world. And that is the only thing that's going on there. And then like breaking up with him signals a thing. So like then you do that. And it's just telling these stories in public that try to captivate people so that you can leverage the attention into money. And uh, under that, guys, like, you know, if if all of celebrity gossip is not actually details of their life, but just, you know, uh, storylines that you're working up in a writer's room, 
then mm-hmm. like maybe it's bad for the Adam Levine writer's room or they determine that it's bad. The Adam Levine writer's room to like uh, have a, a divorce storyline. I yeah, Man, I, don't know. I guess. But like, again, I'd go back to the last thing I said about my general divorcement from wider pop culture. Is Maroon 5 still popping? I think that he's the kind. I mean, he played the Super Bowl like what, three years ago? Yeah, that wasn't that long ago. And I will tell you this. Participated in uh, one of the greatest SNL uh, pre-produced shorts of all time. Yeah, yeah, which hurts to say because he does fucking suck. He sucks fucking big time. But the fact that they had Mahmoud Ahmadinejad like laying on a piano with (laughs) Adam Levine writing a love song to him to I ran so far away. It's fucking gold, man. Like, there's just no, there's no way around it. We were on the brink of nuclear war with Iran. That's like one of the last ballsy things SNL did, you know, because spin it forward a couple years and they've got Hillary, fake Hillary crying on a piano. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, they'll have the chance to redeem themselves Saturday. Theory. You going to tune in? What do we got? Uh, season premiere. Miles Teller, Kendrick Lamar. Interesting. Interesting. What, it depends on what time Notre Dame plays. Two thirty. It'll be clear. Okay. And uh, it's a, it's an away game, so we're not going to fuck with NBC at all. Okay, great. At North Carolina, Aggie, uh, Arkansas should be done by then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although I think there is a, a good nine o'clock game. I could be wrong. Uh, I might be thinking of BYU last week. That you got BYU, Wyoming. You got Utah, Arizona State. You got Stanford, Washington. But Stanford, Washington is what I'm thinking of. I want to watch that. That's not. I think not I think the Huskies too, might be back. It's not juicy enough for me to miss out on Miles Teller. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll be flipping back and forth. Although I don't know, I I got to figure out when I'm going to Avatar, so that might be in that window. I saw the trailer for that last night. How good did it, it look? Was like, uh, terrible. No, looked awesome. Terrible, but I did think it would possibly be funny if I watched the first one and then showed up next week and like had hot opinions about the second you one. You want to come second with? one, right? Not third one? No, yeah, it's the second one, but the the thing this weekend is the first one. There they I think god there was some kind of story about like they couldn't get the first one being displayed the way that they wanted over streaming and so they were like fuck it, we'll just put it back in theaters. So any anyone what? that wants the, the the first one's being released tomorrow or like it might tonight you can go and see original avatar in full 3d like the the big imax in dallas the what it's showing all day is big avatar 3d number first avatar and then like uh around christmas i think the second one will come out okay because all i remember about this is basically information i've gleaned from e-news which the way i remember this was that like james cameron's like i have seven movies and they're all coming out in the next decade. And I'm like... He did say that at one point. It's, yeah. it's been a minute, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they uh, <laughs> they did two and three at the same time. So we've at least got three. Okay. But yeah, no, at one point he was like, the rest of your life will be Avatar. Yeah, okay. I mean, look. I, basically, that's exactly what Star Wars has done. So it's not like the, the craziest idea. Um, but, you know... I will probably be able to go the rest of my life without seeing any of them. Um, that would be a mistake. But especially with Miles Teller hosting SNL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I, okay, can I bang a quick 20 here and uh, say something that is offensive? Sure. I, I'm still short-circuited reading stories, uh, and I suppose this probably deals with like AP style and editors have to have to work on this, but... I can't read the word they and think of one person. Yeah. Is that horrible of me? Uh, it's not natural. You know, like you, you've been doing this the one way for a long time. I, I can I can see. The whole time. I can see easily why time. this is like a, you know, if this idea were first introduced to you, I don't know, now when you were learning English, like if you'd been born now, 
uh, and like you know the entire time this is something that's being couched and like it's not going to be hard at all. But like switching midstream is it's a bigger task and like you know the young people can act like it's because we're more bigoted, but like the fact is if they were fucking thirty now even with their same morals, it's not like that. It's a moral thing. It's just like. It's not like I was used to one way, like not like I like uh, I wasn't used to that way because I hated people like they just this is what they told me. Like the people that are now telling you that they can be singular, like they they told me that it was plural. So like like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> and then the whole time before that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. so I read that story about like the new SNL cast member and I'm like. I, you know, I, I I'm I'm getting tripped up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so, like it's. I, I don't think it's a, a big hurdle. Like it, it's not distinctly different no, from the way that language is. But like uh, in English, there is no. Uh, we use the same uh, second person noun to refer to singular and plural second person. It's you, you, either way, which is how we end up with y'all and you guys and general disagreement uh, across the country about how to pluralize second person nouns, but. Yens. the the normal way of you know like the way that's taught is is just you it's you you mm-hmm. uh so you know if if you want to make you both singular and plural making they both singular and plural is workable enough uh but uh you know um it's not what it's not what they've been telling me my entire life uh so yeah i mean i'm fine with it you know like this isn't me like standing against it uh i'm just explaining it's it's a bit of a confusing at point i mean you know not confusing at this point but you know whatever um uh to me it actually is confusing like even though i know what the story is about every other paragraph when i see it i'm like wait who yeah yeah which group of people i'm like oh okay yeah and then i would read like four more sentences and be like wait who (laughs) yeah (laughs) just do it over again i'm like I must be a bigot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so all Sumner, uh, I really like how she's saying if like basically the only way that like anyone like the only way to stop being gullible is to live in Los Angeles. Like <laughs> She's just like, you know, I hadn't been out here that long. I hadn't been in the scene and like in the scene right. just means like living in Los Angeles. And right. uh, so she, in the scene, like I am now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's know, if I've been in the scene like I am now, then yeah. I would probably see this coming. It's like, dude, if Adam Levine told me, like, I don't even care about her, baby, she that's just a formality, like. I don't know. I I've never lived in Los Angeles, but I bet I could probably have a couple red flags going off in my head. And I don't know. I I think there's. I mean, whatever. I I don't want to uh, accuse uh, strangers of doing terrible things because uh, I don't know. You know, it's it's not my place. It's not. It's something I have any information about. But I do recall the story that I told a couple of minutes ago about feeling so bad about stealing my brother's money that, like, I I didn't want to look at it. So I'm making up stories about how, you know, this can't be what's going on. And that's what it sounds like to me whenever she's like, you know, whatever. Because someone did a little bit of sleuthing and uh, turned up that Sumner had been posting like uh, cryptic TikToks with uh, Maroon 5 songs in the background in like January, <laughs> you know, like she's like, you know, back when I was young, I was naive. <laughs> like it was this year <laughs> that she was that she was young. Right. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know, you know, I, I can definitely see how whenever no one knows what you're doing being kind of fast and loose with someone else's marriage and a woman you've never met and like their situation is just not that serious and you don't really want to like think about the consequences. So you don't. And then, you know, uh, it changes. (laughs) And, and so you don't want to, you don't want to sit in public and be like, well, listen, I did this because I didn't think you guys were going to find out. (laughs) No one wants to say that, but that's so often what the reality is. I mean, how many fucking things have have you done in your life? Certainly I've done a lot where the explanation is, well, I just didn't think that you guys would ever know about this. (laughs) Sure. Sure, of course. Uh, So the last uh, component of this that I want you to uh, tell me, am I I Dan on the uh, Tom Brady jugs machine video or not? Mm -hmm. Like how many of these texts are real? 
I mean, I guess like it's it's very clear to me that the Photoshop of him sending uh <laughs> like the PS1 version of Tomb Raider's image, <laughs> it says that body of yours is absurd as fake. <laughs> Uh, but the rest of them, I don't know. Like, did he actually say uh, that ass of yours is amazing? I'd buy it a steak dinner. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that one. Okay. <laughs> and that doesn't seem to be. He just that sounds uh, not dumb enough for him. <laughs> right. That's the that's the thread on all these is uh, he just sounds real fucking dumb. Uh, well, look at him, dude. Yeah, no. He, the the thing he sounds full Zoolander, like beginning of the yeah, movie. Exactly. Zoolander. That's a great call. Uh, I'll just I'll read here. This is the the one that she was talking behind, like the the main thing. The, you know, the first time that she drops, I've been talking to the Maroon Five guy. He says it is truly unreal how fucking hot you are. Like it blows my mind. And then she says, I mean, I think the same. Seeing you in person was like. I'm fucked. And he says, you are 50 times hotter in person. And so am I. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Boy, I'm not so sure which one. Of, <laughs> I'm not sure which one of those last two responses I have more of an issue with. Uh, <laughs> like, do you think anybody over the age of like 30 should be using times? It, no, probably not. Like, I'm sure I've done it. You know, I'm, I'm not a smart person. I just told you how much I loved Cobra. But... You are 50 times hotter in person is, uh, hey, is. Yeah, I always, I always know when I'll, I can. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, she, we, we don't want to hear all day about going tomorrow. We'll, we wait until the day of or else it's going to be hell. She's got okay. no concept of uh, we're going to do things tomorrow. Yeah, no, I, I can always hear uh, whenever uh, she, <laughs> she's yelling at mom upstairs. I know we're about five minutes away from <laughs> mom loses the battle uh, okay so we can wrap up but yeah you are 50 times hotter in person sounds like an eighth grade text message but then to follow that with and so am i but here's a little modesty <laughs> just joshing <laughs> just joshing just joking around with the folks oh uh, like it blows my yeah, mind no, uh, i do want to cover uh his response uh because it's got i got a little more context here now she's just looking at pictures of herself. That's the, that's the big thing that's uh, got the reaction. Um, so he says, uh, I used poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. I did not have an affair. Nevertheless, I crossed the line during a regrettable period of my life. And so this uh, this matches up with another one that popped up. So there was there was another TikTok user who posted, then deleted, then posted uh, texts that she had had with Adam Levine uh, that were along the same lines. But then someone in the comments of hers was asking her, you know, like about the details, and she was just answering the questions. And she says that she never met him. So, like, she was just going back and forth. Like, like that he, they had a mutual friend. Like, uh, her, her friend had given him a tattoo. And so, okay. you know, he's he's in the circle, he sees a hot chick, and he's like, I'm Adam Levine, I can fucking tell her she's hot, and just slowly fucking stroke my penis in the comfort of my home while I uh, <laughs> have this little conversation. And uh, that appears to be all that happened there. But some are saying that he met her, like that, that they were in person, like, the uh, whatever. So that that's... That she met him, yeah. Yeah, that, that crossed the line. Uh, and then here's the big kicker. How insane would it be to name your child after someone that you did not have an affair with? <laughs> like, I, yeah. I guess it's like, it's just a cool name, but, uh, why are you asking permission then? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I, well, I, I think know. they're both insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think right? that's right. Like, I, I think we can agree that both, both scenarios are absolutely insane. Um, First glance, I'm not sure which one is crazier. Right? Like, I, I, yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know. I, I look at the balance of the evidence, and I'm leaning towards, yeah, they probably had sex. Yes, I, I think I would agree. Um, while at the same time, again, allowing for the possibility that it is uh, batshit crazy. And here's the other funny part. He's like, 
if I have a boy. Yeah, why would like, it work <laughs> either way? Weirdo. She's a girl. Yeah. Her name's something. Yeah. I mean, it is a great name. Maybe he's got another chick he's fucking who has a better girl name. Did he actually send one of these women uh My text daughter's message out of the room, deep? by the way. I do curse in front like, of her, but I was not saying that in front. I just want the audience to know. Uh, yeah, but she was definitely adjacent when you said stroke your Adam Levine cock no, in your no, own home. she was upstairs by then. <laughs> okay, so did he actually send a text that said, I may need to see the booty? <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Google it. Um, it's not in hers. That's, yeah, but... That that's the one that I've seen like floating around uh, on Twitter the most, and I don't know. I just love how like at the same time clinical, but childish that is. Uh, I, I think may, he did. I yeah, may, actually, let me. I think I may need to see girl. the booty. Like it sort of sounds like something a doctor would say, but then also sounds like something like a twelve-year-old would say. <laughs> like a doctor speaking to a twelve-year-old, I think is what perfectly <laughs> captures it. I may need to see the booty. I may need to see the booty. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, that is fantastic. Yeah, just, I don't know. You know, like, uh, it's not like social media was invented yesterday. Uh, but it, it this feels like a slightly new frontier. I just, I like this so, like, imagine if she had just, uh, I don't know, given a no comment to the tabloid. And they just ran the thing. Like, would you even have seen this? Like, would you give a shit? It's just so much richer if it's a person involved being like, hey, this is probably going to come out, so I'm just going to talk into my camera five minutes after I learn that someone else is about to report this and just tell you everything that's on my mind right now, along with fucking pictures. Well, isn't this like the flip side of the coin of what you were talking about with cereal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take this. If, if I can't tell yeah. remotely what, what is reality and isn't, but it's, but it's this much fun, I'll take it. Right. Like if we remove all gatekeepers and all, uh, you know, entry to publishing and it means, I don't know, I heard seven hours of these people saying he killed her, seven hours not. And you're like, that's confusing. I find that a bit uh, dismaying. But then also uh, you have a woman being like, here's when Adam Levine of the band you've heard of told me I may need to see the booty. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you come away f uh, from that, you know, in the black? Yeah, it, it just, uh, oh, absolutely. It, it, the, the, <laughs> the thrill of the second shooter popping up, like then, then it's like, uh, all right, we moved to a second location. Like I, I, I don't know where this night's going to go. Uh, right, it, it, reminiscent of uh, the plane hitting the Pentagon for me. Uh, um, <laughs> just uh, it's, it's so kay. much bigger than we thought. <laughs> it could be anywhere. Did you were you worried about them hitting Dallas that day? I know I was. Uh, because I'm the listen, main character in the story, and I live in Dallas. So how could they yeah, leave so, that out? So let's let's conclude with this. Just an update. Have you uh, reached your final boss yet? No, 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 no. We're still circling. Okay. We might not even get there. Well, I certainly hope uh, that that's possible. Um, no, I was not. Uh, in fact, as we've talked about many times, I did not handle that day well uh, at all. Mm -hmm. A lot of plays mm -hmm. I went back. A lot of throws I looked at on tape and were like, yeah, well, her dad's a pilot. Maybe you shouldn't have made that joke. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was openly clowning kids who were getting taken out of school uh someone was telling me recently openly that uh th their dad just like took him out of school just just to like kind of have eyes on him which like i uh, it was it's kind of the first time i ever understood like why you would do that like is what as they were taking kids out of school i'm like to do what like are they gonna fucking go to ground zero and like sort through the debris uh, I didn't see the functional, but like now I, I don't, I don't think I would, but in that, whenever your anxiety is through the roof and like, it's just sure. it's fully controlling your brain. Like the logical part parental is anxiety, done. which is completely illogical. And then, then it's just like the only thing I can do to like steal this slightly is be able to like stare at my child. <laughs> like, no, I, I totally, I totally get that now. But at the time, no, I, you at know, the time, no concept. I was like, 
We're one and six. Why would they bomb us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And, We're small fish, fellas. <laughs> and uh, my parents, like, in you know, so much of your reality without you even really knowing it is being constructed by what their attitudes are and not a fucking chance in the world. <laughs> they, I mean, that's just like their anxiety manifests itself differently. And I would just say they have less anxiety uh, than, than someone who's, who's needing to, to pull the kid out. Um, and so, you know, it was just, it was, it was foreign to me. And I, I think that you're, I, I can't imagine your mom taking you out of school for anything like that. Yeah, no. And it wasn't like she didn't care. It was just like, she's like, I have to meet a deadline at five today. Yeah. Right. Like we have shipments to get out. Uh, if he's in trouble, if he's in danger, let me know. Otherwise go practice. Yeah. There's, is just like, you know these kids are tricking us again. Like any time that like, like just the bar to miss school was extremely fucking high. Like it was always treated as like, you know, right. Listen, if, uh, if you die, okay, then, then we'll <laughs> you let can you get skip a day. A day. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Half day for a limb. Yeah. <laughs> Being gone. Okay. Well, uh, we did this kind of backwards this week. We're a little bit late, but, uh, we'll have an in-person patreon tomorrow cool play date yeah play day looking forward to it let's get the kids on tomorrow yeah we can if we want to why not let's they're not gonna make offer a... much more than what she just did yeah but you get them together we can try if i could get nora to recreate they're not the as good a podcast for you as last I night. i'll tell you that right now we'll see about that yeah tomorrow them and megan markle all right see you man later that's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.